You are listening to the Sincerely Her podcast. This isn't an ordinary podcast. This is a podcast that will help you find clarity and win. Thank you for checking out the Sincerely Her podcast today. I am Tam. I'm glad you are here. If you know someone that needs motivation, please share this podcast with them. Today's note, relax and see the world. Have tough skin and be ready to roll when the world opens up opportunities for you. I leaped when the universe showed me it was okay to see the world. I haven't talked much about traveling on this podcast because the world is in the middle of a pandemic, but I did share some of my travel adventures with the Masterful Manifestors podcast. I shared one of my first international travel stories and my thought process when I decided to travel across the pond solo. The link to the entire episode is in the podcast description, but here's a snippet of my story. I hope it inspires you to relax and see the world. One of the things I really love about your podcast is that, um, you know, I listen to a lot of different stuff. When I, when I listen to yours, I just, I get that swift kick in the butt of let's get it done. And I personally respond really, really well to that. So I love it. Like I listened to it. I'm like, that's what I needed like that. I don't need the full explanation to everything. And it's just like, get it done. Let's go. Let's get moving. So I very much appreciate that. And then the other part of it is that, you know, fortunately I have, um, I'm able to speak with you and, and I'm in a bunch of different groups with you. So I get to know and understand and watch you process different things in a different way. And one of the things that I really, really am drawn to and appreciate about you is how you go through a process and you're just very relaxed. Like I get a very relaxed feeling from you. Um, and even if it's in a, a situation that might not be so relaxing, it's like you process it very well. And one of the things that, um, that also I like that you talk about a lot and you share with people is about how you travel. Now I'm kind of wondering like your travel experience, does that play into your relaxed kind of nature um, as far as seeing so much of the world, seeing so many different cultures? Or is it just that your relaxed nature is what allows you to go out and experience so many different things in the world? Well, Melanie, I think it's a combination of both. I, I like to think that I was fearless as a kid. I've shared some stories with you guys on how I felt about things. I always felt that who was going to say anything to me. I dressed the way I wanted to dress. I wore my hair the way I wanted to wear it. Who was going to say anything to me? And if they did, you know, I may have handled it as a kid. I'm not like that anymore, but I went through life pretty much thinking that not that I thought I was invincible, but I that I could defend myself, if that makes sense. So when it came to travel, it's very interesting. I, I looked and I took the leap and moved to New York by myself, and I didn't have any family there. I had lived in Las Vegas prior to that, but I wanted to go to New York. I was just drawn to New York. And you have to have tough skin in New York because you won't survive. That is just the nature of New York. And as an inner city kid here in Los Angeles, you have to have tough skin as well. But it's a different type of toughness in LA versus New York will eat you up and spit you. It is just what it is and nobody cares and nobody's gonna pick you up. But in LA, we're a little bit more laid back, a little bit more finesse. So living in New York, I started traveling all over the East Coast, Connecticut, Atlanta, all these different places. Melanie, you lived in Los Angeles, you know, 
place to go except Las Vegas and Las Vegas. I don't know where people go in LA, but in New York, it opened up so many opportunities for me. And I started to see that, I mean, not that I didn't know that it was more to life, but in New York, I really was like, wait, I can go to Miami and be there quick. So after going to Miami so a thousand times, I decided I wanted to go to London and I wanted to go to Paris. And I moved back to Los Angeles. I got a passport because I didn't have a passport. Nobody would go with me. I met someone on the internet and this is back, this is, you didn't even meet people on the internet back then. It, there was this one little networking website and I was reaching out to various men and I think they thought I was flirting with them and I was like, well, no, I just want to meet someone to when I come to London. So I started reaching out to women, but they thought I was flirting with them as well. So I met one girl and she seemed like my type. And this is a true story. I looked at her photo and I said, I would wear those boots. They were some crazy colorful boots. So her and I became friends. She said, well, I'm gonna be in Jamaica, but I get back the same day that you land in London. And I was like, oh my God, perfect. I was like, we can meet at the airport. And she was like, well, no, I'm flying into this airport and you're flying into Heathrow. I said, okay. She went to her home, which was near Heathrow. I was staying in Kensington, which is kind of like somewhat of a posh part of London. And she came over with a coffee machine and an umbrella and a cell phone. And she was like, you're gonna need this. And this is, I'm gonna date myself, but not many people had cell phones back then when I first started traveling. So her and I became friends and she introduced me to some people. And one of the um, persons that she introduced me to like is one of my closest friends ever in the world, which is my Glenn. She actually lives in Dubai now, but we have stayed in contact. I stay at her house. I've been to Dubai, Qatar. I've been every place that she's lived. I've gone to visit her. But saying that to say, my thought process is that, okay, I'm going to go to London and then take the train over to Paris. I had no idea. I didn't know anything about London or Paris. And I knew I was going to be on my own when I got to Paris. I looked up and met someone in London, but going to Paris was gonna be a whole nother story. On the train, I met a Japanese girl who was from China who was actually going to UNLV in Las Vegas, and she was traveling before she went to school. I went to UNLV, so I thought, oh my God, this is fate. And she didn't speak much English, and I'll tie it all in. She hadn't booked her hotel and I hadn't either because I stayed a little bit extra in London, but I had to get to Paris to get home. So I don't know anything about Paris. I, for two hours on the train, she seemed nice. So I said, well, hey, look, where are you staying? And she said, a hostel. I was, I was like, what is a hostel? Because remember, I just started traveling. I said, well, I'm staying up on the Champs-Élysées, you know, however you say it. I didn't know much about Paris. I just knew that that's where I was staying. I didn't realize the hotels were four or five dollars a night but I said that's where I'm staying so I said okay I need her help because I overpacked and she was really nice and I was like well hostel doesn't seem very nice so I invited her to stay with me I said okay I'll just get a two two beds and you can stay with me and she was like no I, I don't have money for it I said don't worry about it I, I was gonna do it anyway now anybody else would think that's nuts but for me because again being an inner city kid and 
thinking I'm tough, I said, honestly, I'll beat her up if something happens. And I know that's not the way you're supposed to think, but that's what I thought. And I will wrap this story up by saying that we had an adventure trying to find a hotel. It started raining and we were walking through the streets of Paris, lugging our luggage, and we finally found a hotel. And we, we dropped our stuff and didn't know, neither one of us can speak French. We looked at the sky and saw the Eiffel Tower and we just started walking. And it rained on us on the way. We walked by a Ferrari shop. And if you guys know, you know, Ferrari is like my thing. We walked by all these different stores. It was fabulous. And I got to the Eiffel Tower and I cried like a baby after I bought the little 50 cent miniature Eiffel Tower. and. I, it will forever be a fond memory for me because since then I've gone to over 40 countries, but I took the leap and I believed in myself and I believed everything was going to be okay and that I was going to be safe and I was fearless. And although to this day, like I've been back to Paris a couple of times, it is just not one of my favorite places ever in the world. I tried my best to like that place. I just do not like it. But it will always be dear to my heart. And London now is like a second home. Although most of my friends have moved to the Middle East from London, which is weird, I love London. And I've been back to London probably 15 times. It, I make a point to make it a stopover. So yeah, so that's how I started traveling. And I've been pretty much around the world on a solo journey. And a lot of it is because no one wants to travel or they say they're gonna travel, but they can never get it together. And I will leave everyone with this. Do not wait on anyone to do anything for you or with you, because the longer you wait, the longer it will take for you to get to your destination. And these words were shared to, for, to me by someone who I consider a mentor and they were shared to him by uh, Samuel L. Jackson, you know, Sam Jackson, who's been in all the movies. He told my mentor that the world was waiting for him to show up. And my mentor shared that with me and I like to share it with everyone. The world is waiting on you to show up. To learn more about the group Masterful Manifestors, please visit masterfulmanifestors.com. Thanks so much for listening to the Sincerely Her podcast. Remember, be you, trust yourself, be happy, travel, be authentic, have confidence, and never give up.